When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. Whoo! <laughs> that was a crazy game. Um, but the 49ers remain undefeated. We get the victory. Now 8-0. Uh, <laughs> and, and again, very crazy fashion. Uh, definitely not an easy game by any stretch of the imagination. And it's Halloween night. You're short week. You're traveling all the way across uh, you know, you know, it's it, it, it's an away game. It, it, nothing is going according to plan right off the bat. We come out, we have a sloppy first drive, then we respond, look like we're gonna blow them out. Got a little soft there at the end, but all in all, Jimmy freaking Garoppolo, good God, one of the best, his best game ever as a pro. And the 49ers come out on top, 28 to 25. We improve to eight and zero and continue our two game lead into uh, just our division alone. And plus, you have to add on to that. Guess what? Not only are we up two games, everybody else in our division has to play still. The Cardinals already got their loss this week. You know, they're 3-5-1, and one, so not that they're completely out of playoff contention, but you kind of have to look that way. The Rams and the Seahawks still got to play this week, and the pressure, just the weight that continues to be put on top of them. Uh, going into a game knowing if we win, we're still two games out. Uh, that that That's problematic. That's not a fun place to be. So you, you've got to walk away from this just kind of shaking your head and just being like, ah, <laughs> but we got the win. And that's what is key. Now, it did cost. Uh, it cost a lot. And uh, thank you, Sako. Yeah, uh, Quan Alexander and his pec injury. Uh, this could be huge. Uh, this could be huge. Um, the, if he's out for a long extended period of time, you know, we saw Dre Greenlaw come in and step in in his absence. The MRI will be done tomorrow, Friday. Um, so we'll just have to see what happens there. You don't want to jump to conclusions too much. But usually with pec injuries, it's scary stuff. Um, you can kind of look at the muscle and determine. I've seen somebody tear a pec before. It is scary, scary, scary stuff. And you can kind of see the muscle roll up um, and kind of not up. And so it, it's scary stuff. And if it is a torn pec, that's worst case scenario. He's going to be done for the year. Uh, we will not see him again even in the playoffs. But um, who knows? Maybe it's a 
cuff or something else, which would be a much better situation. But it's bad to say the least. We'll just have to wait and see what happens. Uh, good news, if we want to focus on the good news, um, we're getting people back now. It is now officially time to welcome back starters, <laughs> which is great. Uh, we will have um, Joe Staley. We will have Mike McGlinchey. Hopefully we will have uh, Kyle Juszczyk. Those guys are possibly Staley will start next Monday night. Um, but anyway, uh, let's pause for a second. Man, Jimmy Garoppolo. Whew, let's just look at his stats. And his stats are amazing. But that's not how well he played. 28 for 37, completions on attempts, 317 yards, 8.6 yards per passing attempt, which is very efficient. Four touchdowns, zeros interceptions, one sack for seven yards, finished with a 136.9 QB rating. All great things. All great things. Those are beautiful. Not what was special. The most special thing about what he did was third down efficiency. We go 11 for 17 on third down. This is what was special. Uh, third down and 11. How many third down and 11s did Jimmy Garoppolo complete in an empty formation? We're the number one running team in the NFL. At least we were before this game. We'll see what happens at the end of this week when all the other teams go. But they sold out to stop the run. And that's fine. You, you want to do that? That's great. Stop the run. Uh, we have Jimmy Garoppolo for a reason. And he just picked people apart. It didn't matter who was out there. Roz Dwelly, the most important part of the game, most important play of the game. We get the first down, we win the game. What do we do? We go to Roz Dwelly. We've got Kittle out, his knees acting up, and he's screaming on the sidelines. Hell of a touchdown, by the way. Um, and we go to Roz Dwelly. Uh, it just shows you how special this game was and this quarterback was. Uh, hats off, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, is He's amazing. Uh, absolutely great play. And I do want to take his, uh, just a little bit of time to say thank you guys. Um, you know, this was our very first broadcast. And if you did join us for the live broadcast over on Hot Mike or Periscope, yes, I have been talking for three and a half hours straight. And I love it. Uh, it's so fun. Love the sport. Over 500 plus listeners joined us for the live broadcast game. And if you missed it, that's okay. We are going to be broadcasting from now on. Uh, a really awesome app. I, I'm trying to figure out a way with the app developer to bring in a chat um thing so that the fans listening can interact with each other like you guys are doing now but uh, that was awesome that was a lot a lot of fun um it, it's <laughs> it was a lot of fun another prominent sports writer for the 49ers uh, also started doing this recently as well and it was funny I, I, i'm happy for him and he did well uh, but we doubled his numbers and so i just want to say thank you to I, I, i'm not trying to be petty here but I, wanna, I was curious to see. Uh, he's a big-time writer for a big-time publication. But you guys are so supportive, and I want this to constantly be your thing. So if you were one of those people that joined us for any part of the broadcast, whether you're trick-or-treating, listening into your ear, whatever, let me know how we can improve. It was my first time doing it, and I understand I've got to improve. Uh, not Anyway, let me know what you want out of that. This is for you guys there. So without further ado, let's get into just a couple of questions, and uh, let, let's talk through some things. And I knew this is where the questions were going to go. How does the defense come back from that ugly second-half performance? It was very strange how we almost stopped pressuring. Um, you look at that huge touchdown pass to Andy Isabella on the side. okay? And I, I want to go back to the film there, and I'll splice it up. I don't want to watch it again, but I will. The idea was this. 
it seemed like our entire defensive line, their job was to spy. The, the, the philosophy was don't let Kyler Murray run for a first down. Make him beat us throwing the ball. And if that's the case, that's fine. And we are actually in perfect position. Emmanuel Mosley, um, he chose to go for the win. He undercut the route. He was in phase. Uh, Andy Isabella coming across the field from the opposite side. Emmanuel Mosley was following him perfectly. Throws a dart of a throw, a perfect pass. Manuel Mosley goes for the interception, misses it by you know an inch or two, and then just terrible tackling from Richard Sherman, uh, Jaquiski Tart, and uh, Jimmy Ward. Uh, Jaquiski Tart had the worst game I've ever seen him play in his life. Now, you want to talk about how the defense comes back. You've got to learn outside contain. You've got to learn tackling angles. And again, we talked about this yesterday in our scouting report episode. When is it going to happen that our safety play is going to catch up to us? Yeah, we saw it. <laughs> it almost cost us a win here. And Jimmy Ward played not well, but Jaquiski Tart gave up at least two touchdowns, possibly three touchdowns, um, and big plays before the touchdown. And I'm pretty confident that he's going to have the worst grade uh, from Pro Football Focus. He was awful, awful, awful. Um, he, this is the old Jimmy uh, uh, Jaquiski Tart. He. he he always used to struggle with consistency, but we haven't seen that this year in the first seven games. This game, they attacked him. Wherever he went on the field, that was the run key or where they were attacking. Uh, struggled big time. So what the defense has to do is get back to what we're about. Now, the problem is we're playing another <laughs> mobile quarterback in Monday Night Football. Guess what? We're playing another mobile quarterback uh, the following week because now we have Seahawks-Cardinals. Those are our back-to-back games. So... You better fix it because it's not going to get better. Uh, Kyler Murray did this to us. Guess what? Russell Wilson, uh, probably the MVP of the league right now, which I hate to say. can't stand the little guy, um, but he's playing awesome football. So if you're going to allow this mobile quarterback to do that to you, and I don't think Russell Wilson's near as fast as Kyler Murray is, but he's a much better passer. So we've got to fix something um, here. Um, if you guys see anything about the Quan news, let me know. But as of now, I'm pretty sure uh, they're waiting for the MRI. Uh, this felt like Seattle light. Was this the short week or are we nervous? No, we came out and we responded. You know, they, they scored the touchdown first. And we took the huge lead. I loved Kyle Shanahan going for it on fourth down, you know, <laughs> retroactively. And during the time, I was saying, hell no, don't do it. Kick a field goal. Go up by two. We get the ball in the second half. But, um, yeah. Um, so I don't think it was, you know, we were ready. The problem was, and this has been the Cardinals thing all year, they are a great second-half team. And whenever they just finally turn Kyler Murray loose, uh, good things happen. Um, now, from a defensive standpoint, we just have to shore up our own things. And being spread out hurt us. When teams try to run against us up the middle, that hurts us. And we don't have that run stopper in the middle. And Sheldon Day just continues getting destroyed right up the middle. He doesn't play a lot, but it does hurt. Um we pulled it off. I almost got a heart attack, though. Yeah, uh, Curtis, I'm with you, man. That was rough. Uh, we We made it much more of a game than it should have been. And <laughs> did we get exposed? God, no. Uh, you, you look at the total stats. They got 357 yards against us. Yeah, that's a lot. But this is what the Cardinals do. This is their offensive thing. Uh, you, we put up over 400 against them. So when we threw for 310 against them, I don't think that we got exposed. I think that our defense got a little bit of a wake-up call. And we allowed them to get out of a lot of really bad jams. And, and again, you go back to that very first touchdown drive. We had them off the field. 
D Ford makes, you know, just reaches up and gets the horse collar penalty. He didn't have to do that. It was a great play, but if he just goes at the legs or whatever else, they're kicking a field goal and it's done. And then later on, the huge explosive plays and penalties that we had later on, those hurt us. Uh, I don't think we were exposed, but this is a wake-up call. You give up 25 points on the road, usually you're okay with that. It's it's not – the goal is always 17. And the, the common, if you follow the score of averages, 17 is kind of key. Now, as the NFL is growing, that number is getting closer and closer to 20 um, over and over again. So you always want to score over 20. They score 25, but whenever our quarterback plays so damn well, so – clutch uh it's it's hard to beat us you weren't going to take the ball away if we got the ball last we were going to win that game that's just the way it felt um how was our run game stopped so well looked like there were no holes to run yeah they they committed they committed big time and if you look at most of those run stops it was buda baker (laughs) buda baker's a safety (laughs) so they're bringing in their guys and we kept two tight ends out there a lot and so that allowed them to bring seven to eight men in the box and they were playing aggressive so Hats off to them. They played really, really well. We kept running straight at Chandler Jones, wherever the hell he was. I don't understand that philosophy over and over and over again. Stay the hell away from their best players. Um, Seems simple to me, but we struggled. Yeah, the the running game wasn't great. You know, you look at our numbers, we rushed for 101 yards. They rushed for 153. Whew. Yikes. Um, Yeah, we averaged 3.3 yards per rush, them 6.7. This game could have gone a lot of different ways. There were zero turnovers on either side. Uh, no interceptions, no fumbles. Uh, it was a very clean game outside of the penalties. We had eight penalties for 75 yards. They had nine for 65. Huge, huge penalties. Um, but the thing that kept us is the two for two uh, red zones. You go back to the fourth quarter call in the second quarter. If Kyle Shanahan kicks that field goal, and I know this alters the entire game, chaos theory, whatever else, but let's say we kick a field goal instead of um, sc- scoring a touchdown. We lose that game. They're going for two to take the lead at the end. 25-24 to 24 would have been the score. So you be aggressive. You make it count when it doesn't, and that's why we won this game. You look at the 49ers over the past two years. The reasons why we couldn't win is, one, no pressure, no sacks, and then, two, red zone efficiency. Well, we fixed that. We did get three sacks for 37 yards. I thought we would have got a lot more. Um, I, I put the over-under in sacks at six, and we got half that. Um but again, we stopped pressuring. We just stopped pressuring. Dwelly turning into something. Yeah, he's been pretty damn special. Uh, he's filled in for a use check as the fullback, and then Kittle goes down. Then he fools in for Kittle. Uh, Roz Dwelly is going to be a 49er for a very, very long time. Um, you have to be happy with what this guy has done. Uh, now he's our backup fullback and our number two tight end. We're going to use him like crazy. Once Kyle Juszczyk gets back, it's going to be pretty fun doing 22 personnel with you know the fullback, running back, and two tight ends. Uh, pretty excited about that. And you got to give it up for Kittle. You got to. Um, it, it, it was he gets injured early, and I'm just like, oh no! <laughs> the worst case scenario is to lose Kittle. He's the most valuable, probably out. I think he's the most valuable player on our team. Uh, number one ranked player in the entire NFL from Pro Football Focus. Uh, can block, can catch, can do it all. That touchdown was huge. Which, by the way, finally got paid off on that one. Uh, <laughs> if you bet with us on my bookie, um, 
We went one for two this week. We took the 49ers with um, uh, over two and a half points in the first quarter. That didn't happen. But Kittle got in the touchdown. So that was awesome. We got paid off on that one. And we'll be doing a lot more bets. And if you listen to the live broadcast, we were throwing all kinds of different bets out there for Sunday's game. Because the Niners aren't playing. We still got to focus on that. So if you want to bet, here's what you need to do. Head over to mybookie.ag. And we've got two promo codes. And this is huge. So please listen. The promo code to support the podcast is always for. 49ers, but if you want to add up and you do want to add some more money and double that up, use the promo code from the feed Niners Live N I N E R S L I V E. So if you want to add more money because you can double it up for free, use that promo code, please. Um, I appreciate this angry potato, great name. Um, uh, yeah, your live stream of the game was awesome. Thank you, Dana. That was a lot of fun. Uh, hope we get more people join us next time, and we could get just like a little pack. Um, could we be better at third and fourth? The answer is no. The way Jimmy Garoppolo kept getting first downs, it was magical. Um, third, the, the, third and eleven should be the worst case scenario, but he just kept converting them. It didn't matter. We'd run the ball. They'd stuff the box. We'd allow the clock to go, and then they just kept going. It was absolutely amazing. Jimmy Garoppolo had his best game as a pro, and it's not close. Four touchdowns, zero interceptions. Dante Pettis got a damn <laughs> touchdown reception wide open in the end zone. And then you look at this. Debo Samuel, he drops a pass um, wide open in the end zone. You have Emmanuel Sanders drops a pass. Uh, Tevin Coleman drops a pass. His numbers could have been better, uh, which is really hard to believe because it just seemed like every single situation, he was just spot on. He was magic. One of those, he had a shooter's game. And what I mean by that is, you know, Allen Iverson says, you know, sometimes there's just days where you can just throw it up and you feel like it's just a giant trash can up there because you, you can just hit it from anywhere. And that was kind of the day that Jimmy Garoppolo had. Now, is this a good defense that we played against? No. Um, but, hey, it's it's what it is, and you've got to move forward. And really, really excited. You've got to feel better about your 49ers today, even though it was a close game, than you did before today. Good teams win ugly games. Good teams win ugly games, and that's all there is to it. We scored 28 points on the road against a division rival that we've lost eight games in a row to. Guess what? We won. We beat a team on the road. Any road win is huge. Any road win. is We didn't win a road game last year. So if you're the type of person that's always like, oh, woe is me, 49ers, whatever, no, that's BS. Get that out of your head. We are 8-0. We are halfway through the season. We haven't lost a damn game. <laughs> anyway, so um, uh, let's keep going. Uh, great broadcast, John. Really enjoyed it. Man, that was fun. Um, just let me know how I can make it better <laughs> because I, I think we want to incorporate a little bit more humor um, into the broadcast. I want to just talk football <laughs> all the time. As you guys know, that's what I do with you guys. I think I see you guys more than I do my wife. Um but I want this to be something that uh, we can all enjoy and be something completely different than what they're putting out there. Um, it's just so cookie-cuttered and suit and tie and all that stuff. I don't want it to be that way. I want this to be something that we enjoy um, together. So uh, now here, here's the good news, and maybe the best news for the 49ers too. We have 11 days. We don't play again until Monday night. So more than just the week, more than just an extra day playing Sunday to Monday, we got Thursday to Monday. Kyle Shanahan even said this. 
everybody's taking days off. They're taking like two days off. They've been sleeping up at the facility. Now they're going to go spend time at home with their families and relax, uh, which is going to be great. It's a mini bye week. And so hopefully we get some players back healed, things like that. Um, here we go. What did you think was the biggest problem? I thought our pursuit angles and outside containment was terrible. Thank you, SB. Thank you. That's like the Michael Scott gif I'm over here doing. Exactly. Uh, that was definitely the biggest one. And also, I hate using defensive linemen to spy a quarterback that runs a 4-3-40. Um, I think that is absolutely insane. If you want to use a linebacker or a safety to spy a quarterback, that's fine. Um, but if you're going to bring four defensive linemen, don't tell them to take two steps upfield and stop and look. Go get the quarterback. Go get the quarterback. So um, that's mine on there. Thank you, Sako. Killed it on Hot Mike. Man, that was a lot of fun. Uh, it's always been a dream of mine to broadcast play-by-play. Uh, -play. Uh, that was really, really cool. <laughs> Even if I moved the goalposts up toward closer <laughs> to me, definitely wasn't on NBC or Fox or anything or ESPN, but that was really, really cool. Uh, one of those things I'm not going to forget, so thank you guys for this. Uh, Kittle says he's good to go, no issue. He took that helmet on the knee pretty damn hard. Um, you saw him grimacing after every single play, and he played through it. The touchdown catch that he had when he just baptized the guy into the ground and then throws another defender off him, then dives in the end zone. That was special. Um, George Kittle is special. Um, <laughs> even when he's on the sideline, He's making a positive impact, sitting there screaming, going crazy on the sideline for his team. That energy permeates everything. And whenever the game was over, uh, there, you could see it on the side. Roz Dwelly goes and makes the fourth down catch and all that stuff. Everybody's celebrating. They down the ball. Man, Roz Dwelly runs to George Kittle. Like, like, that's the thing. Celebrate with my brother. Like, you, Roz Dwelly, you just won the game. And what's he do? He runs to Kittle. This is the testament that this locker room is building. That with a personality like Kittle that's so supportive and happy and energetic all the time, it brings everybody together and they play for each other. Um, that was awesome. Um, is Debo Samuel turning the corner? Yeah, back-to-back -back good games. That drop touchdown pass really, really upset me. Uh, luckily, we went ahead and scored anyway, but that was a huge play that uh, could have went the other way. Really could have gone badly. Um, how did you feel about Kittle and the freak collision? Yeah, I'm with you there. Almost had a heart attack. Kittle is so important. <laughs> a big reason why our run game wasn't what it usually is is because of Kittle. Um, he wasn't out there all the time. Now, they loaded the box up, and Kittle was out there some of the time, but 80% um, Kittle's better than 100% anybody else. But you don't want to risk him long-term. Now, hopefully this 11-day-off thing, he's going to be just fine. Why is Julian Taylor not suiting up for us? I'm with you. Uh, I would prefer Julian Taylor out there over Sheldon Day um, personally. Uh, I think Julian Taylor and DJ Jones are a little bit closer for me, but I think the upside on Julian Taylor is gigantic. And uh, to be honest with you, I think a big reason why he's not active, the 49ers assumed we'd lose a defensive lineman at some point. We haven't lost one. So <laughs> they're kind of have him above the practice squad because if you put him on the practice squad, he's going to be signed by somebody. But we have the most depth in the entire NFL at the defensive line position. Julian Taylor is the guy that could probably start for three or four teams in the NFL, um, let alone be a backup on every other team. But for us, 
the depth there is just it's immense. So for him to you know come out, he got six plays in the game that he was active, forced a fumble or fumble recovery for a huge return, and stopped a fourth down. He's an impact player with a high ceiling. So the longer we keep that guy, he's gonna play a role next year, guys. Um, I I don't want to I don't want to focus on the bad stuff, but uh, I don't think there's a way that we bring everybody back on that defensive line next year. I wish we could. But uh, he's going to be playing meaningful snaps next year. So, did you feel or notice that Shanahan didn't do a lot of pre-snap movements? He didn't. It was really weird. Um, we we weren't trying to confuse them very much. And whenever we wanted to isolate a thing, we just went empty motion. We five wide, and we allowed Jimmy to pick his matchup. And the crazy thing is, the matchups he picked, he picked on Patrick Peterson the whole damn game. He was throwing right at him. Uh, okay, one of the best corners in the past two decades of football. Yeah, let's just throw at that guy the whole time, and it worked. So uh, different offensive philosophy, but it worked. You score 28 points, your offense worked. Uh, You go over 400 yards, your offense worked. Uh, On the road, nonetheless. Uh, Why did Saleh keep blitzing uh, when it was obvious they were just throwing screens over and over? Yeah, well, he blitzed, blitzed, blitzed. That stopped working. Then he bailed and told the quarterbacks just to, or the defensive linemen to spy. That didn't work either. Uh, Robert Sala was grasping at straws, and Kingsbury, he was getting them at the end. He really, really was. So uh, we'll, we'll have to see how he adjusts. We have film on it now. We've never had film on these guys. We've never coached against these guys. We do now. One thing that I can say about Robert Sala that does a hell of a job, he adjusts very, very well. So hopefully that will continue. Zero turnovers on both sides. We told you before the game, the Cardinals are the least turnover team in the NFL. They don't they do not do turnovers. They don't lose fumbles. They don't throw interceptions. They don't mind sacks, but they don't turn the ball over. Um, and when we don't turn the ball over, we're going to win a lot of games. We're going to win a lot of games. Um, how bad is Kittle hurt? He said in his press conference, according to this chat, um, he's going to be just fine. I, I think he's going to be just fine, too. He just needs to rest. Took a helmet on the knee. Uh, pretty, pretty bad one, too. Um, never been so scared on Halloween. Dude, I'm telling you. I uh, <laughs> If you were listening to the broadcast, and that's the thing, you kind of know my thought process during the game. Um, we went from seven minutes up 14 points. And or sorry, seven minutes up ten points, and I'm thinking you get two more timeouts, punt the ball, you know, allow them to maybe kick a field goal, drive whatever, we're fine. Well, we don't get a first down, we punt it. They go two plays, ninety yards. Good lord, take maybe thirty seconds off the damn thing, and then I'm just thinking, all right, well now this is a game. Then we get a long third down, convert, <laughs> long third down, convert, and a big reason why we won this game. I hate to say this. Uh, no, I don't hate to say this. Our coach outcoached their coach with clock management. Coaching matters. Clock management matters. They burned through the Cardinals three timeouts in the first half, and they just burned through two of them. They had one left, and they could have called a timeout when we were on the goal line. They could have got the ball left with a minute, 10 seconds, and no timeouts in the first half, and Kingsbury was just like, nah, that's cool. Let's just go to the half. Uh down 14 points and then whenever he challenged the ball when Tevin Coleman was on the sideline which those are never turned over in the NFL ever um, that wasted another timeout and so in the end like clock management matters and the rookie head coach on the other side he butchered it 
And so our coach did not. He used timeouts at key pivotal third downs that we were able to convert twice, um, and that was key. So it, coaching matters. You've got to go back to this and just say, man, you should be so thankful that Kyle Shanahan is our coach. We should be so thankful that Kyle Shanahan is our coach. He is winning games on his own sometimes. Um, so um, let's see real quick uh, a couple things. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo stood really tall. He took a lot of hits. He did. Um, but sometimes they're going to get to, uh, they're going to get to the thing. Jimmy hit on Aaron Andrews. Are you kidding me? I'm seeing that. Is that, is that, uh, I hope that is the case. Please make it be the world needs Jimmy Garoppolo and Aaron Andrews to make lots of babies. Uh, (laughs) That is awesome. Um, anyway, I missed that one, but uh, I'm sure I'll see it on Twitter later on, but uh, absolute great game. And again, let's just real quick before uh, we jump off here, just go through just the box score and just a couple key takeaways that we have on both sides. Um, Again, Jimmy Garoppolo, 300-plus yards, four touchdowns, played great. Nobody did well on the running the ball. Matt Breida went above (laughs) his 15-touch rule, which uh, Matt Breida went from not playing to active around lunchtime, to getting 17 touches, which he never gets. 15 uh, 15 rush attempts for 78 yards, still managed 5.2 yards per carry. Tevin Coleman, exact opposite. 12 carries for 23 yards, 1.9. And Matt Breed is now leading the NFL in most yards facing an eight-man box, which he was before that game. That's going to shoot up now. Manuel Sanders, seven catches, 112 yards, and a touchdown on nine targets. Clutch. (laughs) Who knew Emmanuel Sanders would be exactly what uh, Jimmy Garoppolo needed just to sustain drives? Uh, George Kittle, six catches on eight targets, 79 yards, and a touchdown. If he could have played the whole game, who knows? Debo Samuel, 40 uh, 40 yards on four catches. Dwelly, four catches, 29 yards. I'm excited to see the first down makeup of all these catches. Dante Pettis gets in the end zone, one catch, 21 yards. Um, just a great game up front. Now if we look at the defense, okay, Fred Warner was all over the field. He played a great game, had a pass deflection. Should have had a pick six. Should have had a pick six. Could have iced the game. We were up 14 points, would have been a pick six, walk in the end zone, um, bounced off his hands. But great game uh, there. Fred, uh, Jimmy Ward, six uh, tackles. He played not well. Jaquiski Tark played awful. Richard Sherman played really well. Drank Greenlaw, yeah, he had some positives, some negatives. D Ford, he got two tackles for loss and a sack. Uh, Drain Greenlaw got a sack on a nickel blitz. D Ford got a sack and caused another problem. So yeah, lots of good things. You, you walk away from this game and you say, eh, whatever. No, lots of good things are here. Um, usually our offense is struggling and our defense is just molly whopping people. Well, guess what? Sometimes the other side's got to win the damn game. And our offense won the game today. And now just rest assured what happens if the 49ers offense plays to this level and our defense plays the level that we know they can play. The ceiling of the 49ers continues to increase after a game like this. At least for me it does. Um, We have not played our best football yet. And as a coach and as a player, you look at that and you you have to sit back and think, man, we're 8-0 and we made a lot of mistakes. We had a a five-turnover game. Um, we gave up these huge plays. We gave up a 90-yard touchdown in the fourth quarter, and we're still winning. We're doing all these things and still winning. 
So hopefully we can continue to, you know, work and improve, which you know they're going to, especially after getting some time off. But it's time to turn and prepare. I'm going to do all my podcasts, all that stuff still coming your way. I'm going to take a little bit of time off and enjoy. I got to rest, man. I'm taking off all my work tomorrow and just relaxing. Uh, I got to have a day off. Um, But I say that I've got two football games to go to with my boys, which is going to be great. Super excited about that. Um, But, uh, we are going to break down all the podcasts, and next week, because we have the extra time, I'm going to throw in a couple of report card uh, episodes. Uh, again, break down first half of the season, uh, things to work on, go over top players, uh, bottom players, people that need to improve, things to look forward to, injury updates, who we're getting back, who we're not. Uh, lots of good stuff coming your way. The 49ers Rush Podcast, we're going to give you guys whatever the hell you want. So please do not hesitate. Message me on Twitter at JL underscore Chapman. Email me if you want. Here's the thing. We need writers. We've got writers. We've got stuff flying up on the website of NinersRush.com. I want more. I want more. You want to be a part of this team. We want you. Uh, this is our thing together. So if you want to be a part, please email me, 49ersRushPodcast at gmail.com or go to NinersRush.com. There's a little place where you can fill out uh, just a thing and send it to me. I'll get it that way. I don't care. Uh, I want you guys to be a part of this. If you want in, let's go. We need more people. And, man, go to sleep on Halloween night knowing you're in first place in the NFC. You're in first place in the NFC West. You got a two-game lead in the NFC West, and your team's 8-0. Man, not much better than that. So as always, stay strong, faithful. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.